0: Hello and welcome to the Switching to Plan B podcast. I'm Jumbo. And I'm Robin. And in this one, we're reviewing the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, which it was redemption for Max, more pain for Ferrari, and Hamilton's Mercedes turns him into an old man. Tires are okay for Plan B. All right, so... As Azerbaijan Grand Prix go, this was actually quite a boring one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't, well, surprisingly, there actually wasn't too much action at all for some reason.
1: No, there wasn't that much excitement in the start or the middle or the end.
0: No. Um, obviously, it did have things that happened as we'll get on to them. them. Um, but yeah, I was just a little bit underwhelmed, I guess is the word for, we hyped this up as this is going to be much better than Monaco. And it didn't really get there for me.
1: It's normally my favourite race, so I'm a bit disappointed.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let's start with Red Bull. A 1-2 for them, with Verstappen winning and Checo being P2. And getting fastest lap. And fastest lap as well.
1: So they got maximum points there.
0: They did. Um, Did seem a little bit weird. I thought Checo had the edge over Max all weekend. And then he got to the race, where obviously that's the most important time to get points. And he just didn't.
1: No. No, yeah, it seems a bit weird. Um, he didn't seem too annoyed about it.
0: Post-race.
1: Post-race, mm. um, which makes you think that maybe it was it was a, a car thing. Because um, in the race, I, I was wondering whether he was kind of not going at full speed.
0: Just sort of coasting along, just sort of managing it. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I, I feel like it was a bit weird because they said that he... He obviously got a very good start. He got ahead of Leclerc. I don't know how Leclerc got such a bad start because it seemed like Verstappen nearly got him as well, but yes. he positioned his car well. Um, so Checo had just took off at the beginning. And then he, I think after like lap eight, he just didn't really have any pace. And I was no. saying like he burned burn up his rear tires. But then when he even went on the, the next set of tires, he just never seemed to have the pace again. I'm not sure something just seemed to always just changed, didn't it? It was quite yeah, strange. Yeah, um, And that ended up being quite a fairly comfortable for win. For max in the end um his race pace was pretty good i think he won by like 20 seconds or something
1: yeah and he was just managing um his his lap times um, yeah so that, that, that is quite an easy win if you're just managing lap times
0: yeah i think it's quite impressive that they obviously they have the delta on their screen but for them to actually go right i know how much time i can make and lose from corner to corner yeah it's quite impressive like they're on a different level like it is mad when they know whereabouts they are and how much they actually need to push the car and all of that and how much the tyres there and all of that, which is is insane when they start talking about that stuff. To me, anyway, I'm just like, that's that's incredible that they can go, yeah, I need to do that lap time and this is how I'm going to do it.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Um, which is crazy. But yeah, as I say, fairly comfortable for him. Although we did have a little bit of team orders. They were sort of like, don't fight each other. Yeah. Um, which I, th- I, I want to see them go at it because after today and the mess that Ferrari made, we'll, we'll get on to that next these two seem to be the two that might be
1: fighting for, for the it. title. Exactly, yeah. So yeah.
0: we want to see them go at it and it just doesn't quite seem like we're ever really going to get that.
1: We won't. Um, last week, there were some questions as to whether Perez is now going for it and, and he says he, he thinks that he's in a position to fight for the championship but... I kind of feel like Red Bull favors Max. I think
0: by default it, it falls back into that, doesn't it? That goes Max is number one. Czechos yeah. almost got that Bottas wingman sort of role.
1: Exactly. Um, so I don't I don't think Perez will win it.
0: No, and I, I think looking at it, obviously things change so fast. When we we did this podcast after Australia, we were saying this seems like it's Ferrari's to lose, and five races later. It's totally changed, and we're yeah. going sitting here now, going. Surely this is Red Bull's to lose now. Surely one of their drivers is going to wrap it up, and they'll get constructors relatively easy.
1: Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I mean, it really depends. Mercedes could could get a better car uh, halfway through the season, and they're not too far behind. So,
0: I, I just I can't. I, I, I'm 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 really optimistic that Mercedes will do it, and I thought they might have got past it, but looking at this weekend, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't think they have, they will get to the bottom of that car. It's taken so long for them to mm. work it out.
1: I want them to just to make the fight a little bit more interesting.
0: Yeah. and I, But the other thing I was going to say is that we've seen teams like Haas where they're not really developing their car and they were going from sort of being in the midfield to being back to the back.
1: Yeah, it's three, quite a shame. two yeah.
0: teams now. So it's... Um, it was
1: quite good seeing them a bit more middle field.
0: But what I'm saying is I just think Red Bull are just going to keep developing their car now and this gap is just going to maintain Get bigger, almost. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I generally think Red Bull are in a really commanding position going into the rest of the season. And moving on to Ferrari. It seems to go well on a Saturday for them. I think, was it Leclerc's had six pole positions out of eight this season. Yeah. But it just all goes wrong on Sunday, whether that's strategy or the engine just decides to fart down the main street and just disintegrates, which is almost... It seems strange because we were saying that about Red Bull and we thought Ferrari might have a great opportunity here. And again, it's like it's flipped.
1: Yeah, I feel like Red Bull... Uh, We're lucky because they had it at the beginning and they managed to fix it all, I think. For now, anyway. There's
0: definitely more question marks over Ferrari.
1: Yeah, whereas Ferrari seemed like it was a better car early on and then now things seem to be coming out, problems seem to be coming out. So, um, yeah, I think it was better to be Red Bull than Ferrari, I think. Be rubbish at the beginning and then develop it rather than be developing and making the car worse, that's... Must be frustrating.
0: I think th- the biggest concern for me is that I'm pretty sure that was Leclerc's third engine and you can only have three engines for the whole season before you start incurring penalties. So we're at round eight and I think he's used all three engines. They've all blown up, basically. Right. So you've got two thirds of the seasons to go and you're going to have to take a pen- penalty for the next one at Canada, probably, I would have thought, unless they could somehow salvage it, but I'm not sure. And then you're thinking that, that engine's not going to last for the rest of the season. There's no way. So he's going to incur a lot of penalties, which is then just going to make that title fight even harder for him. Yeah. Um, We also saw problems for Carlos as well, double DNF Ferrari. Um, So that was a hydraulic problem. That was quite early on as well, wasn't it? Honestly, that was in like the first 10 laps, I think.
1: Yeah, because that's when everyone pitted, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of cars stopped under the the virtual safety car. Uh, We also had K-Mag had another engine problem. seemed like there was smoke coming out of the car. Yeah. Um, and then we, I think slightly before that, we had uh, Zhou Guan Yu had a problem as well with his yeah. Alfa Romeo, which actually was a bit of a shame because he was having a great race. Yeah. I predicted that he was going to have a bit of a shocker, but he looked very good this weekend, actually.
1: Technically, he did have a shocker because he, he DNF'd.
0: Yeah, but I feel like that was out of his his hands, really. But um, going back to Ferrari, if it's not questions over their strategy and they can't get the strategy right, it then seems to be the reliability and durability of that. Yeah. That Ferrari power unit. So yeah, I'm hoping that they can sort this out and we can have a proper title fight between two teams and it's not just going to be Red Bull running away. But yeah, it looks, um, looks a bit worrying for Ferrari at the moment.
1: There's still a long, a long way to go.
0: Yeah. And you know, only five races ago, Red Bull looked like they were throwing it away basically. So, you know, in five races time when we're coming up towards the season break, you know, Ferrari might be right back in it. We don't know. Uh, so that's the top two teams done. We'll move on to Mercedes, who managed to
1: finish third and fourth
0: due to a double DNF for Ferrari. Russell again seeming to have the
1: edge over Hamilton. Would you say it might have been more because of uh, the way they
0: they set up the cars? There's a lot of noise going around this that they're actually not the same car.
1: Right. I was going to say qualified. The way they qualified, Russell qualified ahead of.
0: What was he like fifth? I think Russell, Hamilton seventh for Hamilton. But again, do you think that's due to the setup? Because there's noises coming out that actually they're trying to get work out what on earth is going on with the car. So both right. cars are set up differently, trying to and they're experimenting with different things. Yeah, and I'm not sure it's just the case that Lewis has got the worst rubber the green with this.
1: Right? Yeah, it could be. It yeah, could be
0: that, or they could be the same car, and Russell just has an edge at the moment. It, it could be that as well. Yeah, I also do feel like Lewis seems to be very unlucky at the moment. Like it will change. But he does seem to be unlucky well at like the VSC he had to wait for a little bit behind Russell and yeah. then he lost out to Vettel yeah and like I just feel like he's had that a lot this season
1: yeah he hasn't complained about it though no I mean it,
0: what can you do it's just, it's just that's how it's played out for him mm. I just feel like it's a bit unlucky and to a certain extent you create your own luck he probably should have been higher up in qualifying but then again is that the car it, you see there's lots of factors in this yeah. I generally do think that Russell seems much more comfortable in that car
1: yeah I mean, we saw how how Hamilton got out of the car today.
0: Oh, I really felt really sorry for him because he generally looks old, didn't he? He look yeah. really old. Yeah, it reminds me of um, is it Spider-Man Two, where Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man goes, "Oh my back." Yeah, it looks a bit like that. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be
1: loads of memes, a
0: crap ton of memes. just I look forward everywhere.
1: to it. It is sad, but it is also a little bit funny. You,
0: you don't want to see someone in pain, but it was uh, there was a little bit of that was chuckling, and like he had Toto on the phone, like in the next shot, and it was almost like he was going, "Yeah, we're going to need a wheelchair or a Zimmer frame for Hamilton for Canada <laughs> or something." Because Lewis generally looked like he was in pain. Yeah,
1: yeah, um,
0: and he didn't look like he wanted to do the media stuff or anything like that either. And I don't think any
1: of them want to do the media nah.
0: stuff, though. Um, but yeah, they they need to sort out that bouncing. I think they even said like Ricardo with the McLaren.
1: Yeah, um, he said it's like the first time they've had it. Um, and he said he really feels for the people that have had it from day one. Um, he said it's definitely something that needs to be looked at for for the well-being of the drivers. So um, I think
0: maybe, because I also think Lando's been quite sort of anti, sort of, no, the rules are fine sort of thing because he hasn't experienced it. So maybe once you start to experience it, you start to go, mm, maybe for the long termness of this, this might not be good for the driver's health, actually.
1: Yeah, I don't think Lando's been saying, no, it's fine. I think his argument from where I'm sitting um, is that the McLaren have made decisions to make the car not bounce mm-hmm. and therefore they're slower. Yeah. And so he's thinking that the teams can can get rid of this if they just sacrifice speed. So it's a bit like, I understand it. That's that's kind of what I understood from it. But it's like, you know, he's, he's probably thinking, yeah, you don't need to complain about that because it can be fixed. It's just that you won't be fast.
0: Yeah, you're right with that. I think it's a lot of it's to do with ride height. I mean, you can hear that Mercedes bottoming out. It's actually smacking into the floor. You can hear it skidding along the straight. So all you need to do in theory is raise the car, but you won't get as much downforce from it. So it's a bit like, do these rules, do they need to just say, okay, well then there needs to be a minimum ride height for everyone? But also, like, is it really fair that just because Mercedes are complaining about it, this is a team that's dominated sport for ages, no one's going to really go, oh, yeah, do you know, we'll change the rules just for Mercedes. Like, if other teams have already worked it out, like they didn't change the rules um, to benefit Mercedes back in 2014. Mercedes just got it. And then they didn't try and do it because, I don't know, Ferrari weren't as quick from the off. Does that make sense? Like, you can't change the rules just to suit one team. I, understand there is I don't a think
1: the teams are looking for rules to be changed, are they?
0: I don't know. They are talking about possibly, you know, have a fixed ride height. So that's that's the ride high that no one go below or something like right, that. Right. Okay. It from smacking into the. Then I had not picked it. up
1: on that. I I thought it was more like uh, when Carlos c- came out and said that it wasn't good um, to have the porpoising and, and the bouncing and stuff. I felt like that was more drivers complaining out loud, so that sometimes you know fia might say oh because of safety reasons you have to get rid of the uh of the bouncing and so teams then are pushed to do it rather than at the moment it's not that big a problem it's just that the drivers have to be really uncomfortable
0: i, I think there's a lot of pressure on the fia to come out and make a decision mm. but then again why should they they
1: shouldn't they shouldn't i don't think they should and there's no need to it i think it's more teams need to Uh, I know they're working hard, but they just really need to find a solution.
0: As far as I'm concerned, this is a bit like, okay, if these rules, I don't think the rules are terrible and it's not happening to everyone. Does this make sense? It should be more that the teams that are having it bad, you need to find out what's going on and it's up to you. You're putting your drivers and your employees at this risk. Yeah. So it's on your head as opposed to being on the FL. I feel like that you could argue both sides here. Yeah. So it's a difficult one. Whether we see anything, I'm going to go with we won't see any changes to this. I think that is literally up to the teams to sort yeah, it out. Yeah, and I think
1: the teams want to sort it, so they will sort it yeah. because it's probably not very good on the car.
0: No, it can't be. That, that must have damaged the Mercedes today, surely.
1: Yeah. Uh, moving on to Alpha Tauris. They seem to have a great weekend. I know.
0: Was it Gasly finished P5? He was running in P4 for a lot of the race. I feel he like. Was under was it the second virtual safety car they should have pitted they should have stopped him yeah because um and changed the tires because that's kind of what did him in terms of hamilton getting him
1: because hamilton pitted
0: yeah and had the fresher tires and he managed to just be uh, something like ridiculous like a second a lap quicker or something mm. and maybe hamilton would have done it anyway because that, i assume that mercedes is quicker than an alpha towery but I don't know, you really think Gasly could have just done his classic just rock up in P4. First time we'd seen it this season, where he's actually got some pace. So that was cool to see. Yeah. And Yuki, I think, was like sixth or seventh for a while. And then the weirdest thing, I've never seen this before, but the DRS flap actually broke on half of it, which was really peculiar. I've never seen that like fail like that. I've yeah. seen it fail where it doesn't open. We've had that with Max earlier in like, Spain and stuff. And I've yeah. seen it get stuck open where they have to come to the pits and then literally jump on it to try and push it down. So right. locked down. Yeah. Um, but never um, split in the I've middle. I've never seen it split in the middle. Yeah. It's really yeah. peculiar. Bear in mind, we've had this for like 10 years or something. It's mm. quite interesting to see. Um, and then they got waved, was it a black and orange flag? Yeah. Which is something along the lines of you have to go to, you've got damage that needs to be fixed or repairable damage that needs to be fixed. So you have to come in and sort out. Right. And they just shoved duct tape on it. Yeah. When in doubt, duct tape, I guess. That was kind of my shout when we were watching, just saying, just tape it up yeah it was quite a shoddy job though wasn't it it
1: was yeah they well i guess they had seconds to do it didn't they so
0: and part of me thought by the time you've already done that i think he ended up finishing like 13th or something but i don't know why they didn't just go do you know what we'll save this engine we've already had the points and all that like just yeah i I don't know why they after you'd seen it i was just like what is it really that was it worth it i don't know But I felt a bit sorry for Yuki because I feel like he was doing a good job, as was Gasly.
1: He was. He was just, uh, he was behind Lewis, so he would have been P6 or P7. Yeah. P7.
0: Yeah. So he was doing well. Um, And then the other surprise, I guess, was um, Seb in that Aston Martin. Yeah. He looked good all weekend, really. Um, Miles ahead of his teammate Stroll. Stroll just didn't seem to really get a hold of it this weekend. Um, But Seb was flying he could have finished fourth if he didn't lock up when he was getting past Ocon that time yeah, yeah unbelievable spin though to get it back round would not it uh, it was so smooth like oh no I've made a mistake and then just give it some beans get the card turned round and then came back on yeah like that was uh that was pretty impressive
1: it looked like just a normal like
0: it was, a, it was like a routine he'd already planned yeah, or something, yeah. wasn't it yeah um, but yeah you know he looked good questions about that red ball though um, that green red ball sorry
1: yeah um it's been a little while it's gone quiet mm. no one's saying anything
0: Horner was very coy about it
1: yeah
0: um almost just said sort of said didn't give much of an answer and just said it, the FIA is looking into it that's yeah sort of it but I did think that once they start to understand that car, because if it's if it is the red Bull, that's currently leading both championships by some way at the moment yeah and um I don't think this will be the end of that green red ball being up there I think it's going to be up there for a For races to come, I think, especially in the hands of Seb. Yeah. um, With his luscious hair now as well.
1: Mm.
0: Out of nowhere. Might be the biggest surprise of the season so far is Seb's hair. Seb's hair. Yeah. All right, so I'll quickly do a race rundown, just to make sure we haven't missed anyone before we move on to other stuff. Uh, P1 was max, obviously, 25 points. Checo was second. Russell, third. Lewis, fourth. Gasly, fifth. Vettel, sixth in the end. Uh, P7, Fernando Alonso. Again, doing his uh, holding up trick, it seems.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's going to get penalised for that at some point. It's not breaking any rules, but it is definitely frustrating for other drivers. In a
0: race, it doesn't matter. But in qualifying, there was big question marks over it with Albon. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, you know, it did look a little bit, he broke early going into, I think, turn 15, which is quite a technical corner. Yeah. Um, But it it just looked a bit dodgy to me. Like, bear in mind, this is Fernando Alonso, the longest driver ever, in F1, we had a 21 year career or whatever in F1, multiple two world titles, you know, all of this. We've been through this before in the Fernando Alonso episode we did. Just seems a little bit strange, doesn't it? And he got away with it. And I was thinking, you know, even when we we're watching qualifying, I was like, if I was Mercedes with someone like for Alonso, uh, or oh, I said Alonso, you would just go out there and just try and stop the cars behind you doing a good lap because then you're safe. Yeah. And it did seem a little bit like that. And I was thinking, if I've thought of it, Definitely the smartest people in the world that are in F1, they're going to be going, yeah, Alonso, just uh, play games here.
1: Yeah, you'd still want to do a lap
0: though and not... But if you don't need to do a lap, you can save a set of tyres, go on a used set of tyres. He did
1: go out on a used set of tyres. Do, do you know
0: what I mean? I think he's playing games there. Right. I think he's, he's kind of gamesmanship, isn't it? You don't want to see it, but he's, he's being clever.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's also not being very nice.
0: No, but it, it's a ruthless sport, F1. And any advantage, you make... Count so um also that that alpine was rapid on the straight, so although it was slow in the corners, unbelievable speeds was it three four seven kilometers an hour?
1: all oh, right, I think that was quicker than the red bulls
0: yeah they they basically had a flat rear wing nearly, and it was just ridiculously fast in the straights, but they didn't really make it work in terms no. of they were able to hold people up, but they couldn't really get past people, no. Anyway, P7, another chunk of points for Alonso, so that's pretty good. P8 for Daniel Ricciardo, we didn't mention about the the McLarens, but um, a solid result for Ricciardo. P9 Mm. for Norris, but he was there three tenths behind Ricciardo, and they were sort of going at each other the whole sort of race, like saying, oh, can I get past or can I get back in front and all of that? Mm. I do feel like Ricciardo had the pace over the whole race, though.
1: Yeah, it's difficult to say. They're always on different tyres. They're on different strategies. They somehow manage to be next to each other anyway. So and it's a point difference. So I don't think it really matters.
0: No, if anything, I think that's more important for Ricardo than Lando. Yeah. But Lando's not... I understand Lando's sort of eagerness. You don't want to give anyone an edge, even if that's your teammate. Yeah. Why would you want to give confidence to your teammate? Every race track, you want to beat them. So... Yeah, I can understand that from Lando. Uh, Esteban Ocon in the other Alpine P10. Didn't hear much about Ocon, really. No. Um, Bottas P11, a terrible weekend, really, for Bottas. Outqualified by Joe. Yeah. Um, and didn't really seem to have the pace all weekend. No. I think the best thing about it is that that Ferrari engine managed to finish. Yeah. I think that... Only I think one. he's I think he is the only Ferrari engine that finished. That's crazy, isn't it? Uh P twelve was alban in the in the Williams. Uh Yuki Snowder 13th. Um probably should have finished a lot higher up than that. Um if it wasn't for his DRS deciding to split in half. Hass, oh yeah, Mick Schumacher also Ferrari. P14, uh terrible weekend again for Mick. That's not gonna have helped his confidence. No. A qualified last.
1: I know it sounds harsh, but he didn't crash this weekend. No. So that was a plus.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. It didn't for our another build for Haas um, yeah
1: he finished and I think he's been having a bit of a bad run so maybe just finishing a race was all yeah. he needed this week we
0: said that with Latifi earlier on in the season just, just finish a race just, yeah. just, just get to that checker flag and build from that so hopefully he can sort of build from that but yeah he, he didn't look quick um, and behind him was Nicholas who I think had just a terrible race, like he got 10 second stop go for his mechanic, pushing him back after the 15 seconds, yeah. um, announcement or 15 seconds to the formation lap, which is a schoolboy error. I don't know what that mechanic was doing because they no. all get told and everyone left. So it, that was weird. Obviously that's not Latifi's fault, but that kind of happened. And then he got a five second penalty or ignoring blue flags i think in yeah. front of gasly or something
1: yeah, like yeah gasly was behind him for a long time
0: um and he's another one that you know you're just looking at going come on you just need to have don't make silly mistakes i understand it's a street circuit it's difficult to get out of the way at certain points yeah. but even so like that is rule 101 you're not he wasn't really ever in a race with anyone because he was so far behind from the off yeah. so yeah hopefully better for him at his home grand prix next Um, looking at the DNFs though, we have Lance Stroll, P16, again, that was a terrible weekend for him qualifying. He had a couple of weird incidents, didn't he? He had a big one. Yeah, hit
1: the walls, hit the wall once and then hit the wall again, wasn't it? But badly the second time, not so bad the first time. He probably should have pitted um, because of his uh, tires. Yeah.
0: And that, that probably did actually cause the, the actual big impact into the wall. But again, I, I think he may be under a bit of pressure. I don't think he will ever lose that seat as long as his dad's there. Unless his dad's going, do you know, I don't think you're ever gonna be able to do it. But that but doesn't
1: mean that you don't have pressure. Uh, your team's still gonna be putting pressure on you, especially yeah. if um
0: your teammate's finishes. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I mean Vettel is a world champion, but still, um, you're gonna be compared to him, aren't you? As yeah. as a teammate. So
0: Yeah. K Mag was not didn't well says non-classified, but DNF'd, uh, as did Guan Yu Zhou or Zhou Guan Yu, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. So yeah, a quarter of the grid didn't finish. And in the notes, it just says Checo gets one point for the fastest lap. And Latifi, as we said, got that five second time penalty for ignoring blue flags. Okay, so we are going to move on to questions. And I think we've got another question from Brad.
1: Yeah, so it says... I feel for the drivers in post-race media polls where they must get asked the same question again and again. If you're able to ask a driver or drivers a post-race question, what do you think it might be? Um, then Brad added that he'd like to know who the drivers would like as their teammate, uh, which could be a controversial question um, because... It would
0: be great though, wouldn't it? He yeah. just says they're past or present, so... Um yeah, that, that would be interesting. To, I, I, I like to think that someone like Lewis would probably say something like Senna. But then again, would you? I always think this is quite an interesting question because part of me is going, say, I don't know, I'm Lando and you just want to dominate your teammate. Would you go for someone like, I don't know, Maldonado? So someone that you could just absolutely destroy, you, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Or like, I don't know, Mazapin. You'd just go, yeah, I'll have Nikita because I'll just dominate him every race. Or would you go, your like your idol, like Schumacher, Senna? Mantle, profs all of those ones you see what i mean
1: yeah i don't know if you'd want the, your idol to be your teammate though because surely there'd be quite a bit of friction with trying to compete against them well this is what i'm saying do you but wanna... at the same time you do want someone that's going to push you along a little bit yeah. surely
0: you want someone that would sharpen your skills yeah because i feel like we saw that with a bit like mick From last year where he had Mazepin, I don't think he really had to do much to beat Mazepin, in all honesty. And then this year where he's got k who we've said is like a solid midfield driver. Yeah. And he's not really, he he, he almost can't take that step up. Mm. So yeah, maybe you're right there's a double-edged sword there. I think that would be quite a great question to ask them, wouldn't it? You're right though, I don't think, as Brad said, I don't think they ever would be able to answer that. Um, But that would be a great insight. Um, So what would you ask them?
1: Um, I, I think I would ask them, um, whether they like the 2021 or 2022 car Ooh, better, interesting. which car is better or, uh, regs 2021 or 2022
0: regs. So yeah. Would they, would they prefer which car and the and regulations? Which, yeah. yeah. Well, we know Lewis would definitely say 22, uh, 21, sorry, 22. He, he just can't quite get it at the moment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But then
0: again, like, are you talking about? So let's say George Russell, right? He's currently in Mercedes. But exactly, but was last in a Williams. year he's Williams. Yeah, yeah. So we, oh yeah. So would so you'd
1: probably prefer this year. Yeah, probably. So it'd just be interesting to see. Yeah, that's quite a good one.
0: I think Max probably wouldn't mind. Checo would probably say twenty-two, wouldn't he? I think he's got. Yeah, more he's been doing better 22. this year. Yeah. Obviously, the Ferrari boys would probably say twenty-two.
1: Having said that, they were doing quite well at the end of last year's season. That is
0: true. But they weren't
1: they weren't top for no. race wins though where they no. are this
0: year. Wow.
1: Well, yeah, okay. If if
0: the car doesn't if decide the car to, gets to, there. to break, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, that's a great one. What would I want to ask? So I think I would want to go with more like a light hearted question because I feel like they're all quite serious.
1: Yeah, it is it, i can I do feel for them a little bit sometimes where they are asked to So how well explain the crashes and explain why they went into the wall and you know it's like picking on all the mistakes that they've done and it's like oh give them a bit of a break yes yeah, so it's
0: like look today the ferrari boys charles and carlos imagine them just going oh you know of going don't worry about the like crashing but like just that question do you keep your ketchup in the fridge or in the cupboard and they would be like oh I don't know because part of me always thinks this, and this is you know this is a very important question that's gone around the world. It's similar to that, you know, are there more doors or wheels in the world? And you go, oh, you know, I've got to think about that. Like when you open up a bottle of ketchup, or I always put it in the fridge. Yeah, it makes it last longer. But do you need to? Because it's, it's got so much salt in it. Would you actually need to? And then you could, you could see their brains thinking about this, and you could also get the team principals in it as well, because I reckon they would. You know, the engineers as well, they would get really, like, properly.
1: But then you get people judging each other. Oh, you keep it in the cupboard. Wow. Yeah, Alonzo
0: said he puts it in the basement. You'd be like, what is he doing down there? You know, <laughs> something like that. And then the doors and wheels one is great because, it, like, you could think, you know, everything's got a door. Like, cars have doors and they've got four wheels. But then some, you know, when you open up a drawer, they've got little wheels in there and you've got a fridge door. Like they, they, there's know, no wheels in the no fridge Yeah, you, you don't know, do you? So it's like,
1: mm.
0: everything's got wheels. Like, you know, all the gears and stuff in and, a and gearbox in an F1 car, that technically is our wheel. So, I mean, like, I think you go for stuff like that. Don't tell us about your race. Like, we're focusing on proper proper questions here. Yeah. I think that would be good.
1: World-leading questions. Yeah. yeah. No, that's also quite good. I also feel like it's also a bit of fun to to learn that about drivers. Yeah. Like, just to see what they say to, to random questions I, f- I like feel that. like
0: you're doing a service to the world there because you're getting, like, a survey of, like, 12 professional athletes. And you you know, these are, this is what these people in the world say.
1: Isn't it 20?
0: Yeah. What did I say? 12. Twelve. 20. Oh, we somehow <laughs> lost eight drivers. But like, no, if you don't get higher, then like the top 12, you can't answer this question. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Latifi's never going to answer. I really want to know where he keeps his ketchup. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's what I would ask, I think.
1: Yeah. No, but, I think that's quite good actually.
0: Hmm. Let us know in the, in the comments, like, what would you want to ask an F1 driver or the F1 drivers in, in in the pen? Yeah. be quite interesting to see what other people say.
1: Or you can also answer whether you keep ketchup in the fridge or not.
0: All right. So I feel like Canada's next week. So we've got to do predictions for that. So that is winner, loser, surprise. I feel yep. like we need a jingle for this, but I don't really want to sing. But I thought before we do Canada's ones, we should go through our ones and just see how bad or how good they were. So...
1: This week's so you mean this week Baku's. For
0: Baku, yeah. So I went for Max to win, mm-hmm. which was correct, and you rather bravely went for Leclerc.
1: It would have Leclerc was P one.
0: He was P one. Before
1: yeah. he um he was on pole, he was on P he was P one before he his engine went. So it wasn't a bad guess.
0: No, it's just that Ferrari, you have to be
1: You have to account for Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Loser So I said Checo and I kind of feel like even though he got P2, he is a little bit of a loser.
0: I I would kind of disagree, but I understand what you mean because he was so far off Max in the race.
1: Well, no, it was more the first corner, first lap. He was P1 um, and you thought he might actually win this. Um, And then...
0: Not being allowed to fight Max Not being allowed to
1: fight Max and just letting Max go ahead. I don't know if that's because he didn't have the pace um, but it just felt like, could Perez have won and didn't?
0: Okay, yeah, I could see that. Mine was Joe Guan Yu. I feel like he was actually doing really well. Yeah. But we mentioned this earlier that, you know, he technically did the NF. It wasn't anything for his fault, so I don't know if that's still a right loser.
1: I would say so. If I can get away with my Checo being a loser, then you can get away with Joe being a loser. I feel loser. like
0: that, that he he was actually better than Bottas all weekend, and just was. because his car decided, nope, that's it. Technically he is a loser because he was one of the five DNFs, but yeah, that, that could have been, that could have been bad on me there. Uh, Surprise. I went for Vettel getting another podium at Baku. He would have been blooming close if he didn't do that spin as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a bad one because they did really well this weekend. Um, Mine was a bit off because I said Norris on podium um, and that that just, they, they had no pace.
0: No, they, they looked very slow that McLaren this weekend. So, overall, I don't think we've done too bad there. Uh, we also had Eddie chucking a prediction as well. He's a Checo to win, um, which he didn't. Mick to be a loser. Kind of was. He wasn't really on it all weekend, was he? Um, so, that's kind of right. And then Vettel top five, which he was blooming closer at the end, wasn't he? Mm. P six. That's the good end.
1: predictions. That
0: was good. Bravo, Eddie. All right. So, moving on to predictions for Canada, Robin. Who is your winner?
1: So I want to actually be correct next week. For once. For once. Um, so I'm going to do it proper. Oh. And I'm going to say Max.
0: Oh, interesting. Because I've gone the other way and I've just gone, at some point, Ferrari's luck will turn and Carlos Sainz's luck will turn. Ah, oh, so I
1: would like that. It'd be his first win. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone for Carlos. Yeah, well I'm going for Max. I think, I think it's a little bit boring for Max to win all the time. So I don't particularly want him to, but I want to be c I want to have a correct prediction, so I'm yeah. going for Max.
0: I think based on this weekend, I think, you know, it's for what, five days until they're out in FP one in Friday, like I think Max probably will rock up a Canada and just dominate again. Yeah. Um so it wouldn't surprise me, but I I'm just cheering for Carlos. Um, and hoping something good can happen. Hopefully, you might be able to nick a win. Uh, surprise.
1: Okay, so then I said I was going to do more reliable predictions. And and I guess realistic. this one really is realistic. Yeah, that's it. I was going to go for more realistic predictions. And um, my surprise isn't very realistic, I don't think. Um, I, I've said Bottas top five.
0: Yeah, he had a tough weekend. Although, I, I'm not sure if that's just track specific. Like, if that's just he, he doesn't get along with Baku. I can't remember his... History of Baku.
1: He's won once at Baku,
0: but like last year, Checo won. Yeah, Bettel was second, and Gasly was third. Where was Bottas and all that? I don't remember. Maybe it's when he had an
1: engine penalty or something.
0: Oh, and he would have just been stuck behind everyone. But all I'm saying is that Bottas could rock up a Canada and just be feeling it and put it up there. You never know. Um, My one, I always like try. I always want the home drivers to do well. Uh, so I've gone with both Canadian drivers to finish the race, to just finish the race. I think. Yeah. Because Cause it, I think
1: they take it in turns recently yeah. that one of them has to DNF or something.
0: And normally I'd be a bit ambitious and say, yeah, you know, they're going to finish in the points or something. But mm, I think Stroll d- could, or has done this season. So, and that Aston might be all right, but I just feel like, let's just finish the race boys, mm-hmm. give the fans something to cheer. Yeah. Uh, and that takes us to losers. Who have you gone for?
1: Aston Martin.
0: Oh, no. Uh,
1: because we haven't heard about their green-red ball.
0: Yeah, as I was saying, it's, it's gone, gone very quiet. quiet.
1: I don't know if next week they're just going to go. We've got some penalties for copying.
0: You've been fined $1 million. $100 million. $1 million isn't that much, is it? To normal people, that's a lot. But to stroll, we would have to be like for like, you know, Dr. Evil from Austin Powers, like $1 billion. <laughs> it had <have> to be <laughs> something like that. Um, so you think they're going to get done for copying and is that just going to affect their weekend in general? Do you think they're going to have to go back to that other spec of car? Yeah. you think they're going to have to go back to the fat one? Yeah. Oh, that, that would be bad. So can't
1: that? not copy, to be fair. They got away with it. Tracing, Tracing Point got away with it. Yeah, the pink
0: Mercedes at Tracing Point got away with it. And that was over a brake duct as well. I wasn't even over the the whole concept of the car. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, I've gone with Haas being the losers, as I think both drivers are going to crash out, and Gunther's just going to go absolutely ballistic. He's going to go absolutely mental. He's going to be thinking, "Ah, oh, no, oh, I won't say what he's going to say, but
1: <laughs> no." <laughs> if you've watched Netflix, you'll know what he's going to say. He's
0: going to he's going to go nuts. I think he's going to possibly threaten to fire. Schumacher and Magnuson, you know, like he's done with Magnuson yeah. and Grosjean <laughs> and all of this. It's just going to go nuts. That's, that's my thing. And it's going to make great TV for trying to Survive. All right, so that is our predictions. And we are going to move on to Fantasy. But the problem is, is that we're recording this quite quick after the race and Fantasy hasn't even updated yet. No. So we, we can't really do anything.
1: We've decided not to make changes. Well, yeah, I kind of feel like...
0: Seb's doing me well at the moment. Okay. I, I'm tempted to get rid of k because I feel like that has...
1: Yeah, I have K-Mag. I was thinking whether I'd swap him for Bottas.
0: He's he's cheap, though. That's my thinking, is that for me to have Leclerc. I have think I was them. trying
1: to do that last week and I can't afford it. I mm. will need to swap someone else. I could swap Norris. He's also not performing, really.
0: But it changes so quickly it as does. well. Because so like I'd
1: probably change him for um Gasly, who did well this week. And then next week, Gasly won't do well. Norris will do that. Uh, so I'm constantly the, like, I don't know what to this do. This is the problem with fantasy. I need it's a like, bigger budget. Yeah. It, two two <laughs> 200
0: million would be great.
1: Yeah. And then um, I can buy Max. and GECO, All is well.
0: Yeah. You can have everyone. Um I know the other thing is that I was going to say like Alonzo seems to be getting consistent points now, but when Ooh. I had him, he just thought it'd be funny just to you DNF, know, yeah, yeah or get a hole in his side pod or something. <laughs> so um, yeah, classic. Uh, yeah. I don't think we're going to make changes um, and we can't view the tables at the moment. So unfortunately, hopefully next week we'll be able to look at that. So if you've joined the fantasy, you will be given a shower next week. And if you're not, and you want to, there is a little code that you can add in a description. So join the if you want to join the fancy league. And with that, that is actually going to wrap up this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, give us a rating or a review on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, wherever you're listening to this, or even YouTube. Um, and yeah, also let us know your comments. We have an Instagram page where you can chuck in your predictions on the post we do with that and just questions in general or on YouTube or wherever you can leave a comment we will hopefully see it and get your questions in a bit like we did with Brad this episode mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh, next week is the Canadian Grand Prix it's on I want to say it's on at like 7pm here it in the is, UK it yeah, is
1: yeah so
0: wherever you are in the world it is a later one for the Australians I think that's even Monday morning possibly
1: that's tricky isn't it that
0: is a tricky one I do feel for the Australians with the Grand Prix and stuff it's yeah timings
1: a isn't very good terrible them. time
0: for them um but yeah hopefully enjoy a good canadian grand prix one of my favorites canada um so i'm definitely looking forward to it anyway we'll have a review for that next week and yeah have a great week everyone and take care
1: see ya Thiers are okay for plan b